We know that these new purple e-scooters and bikes have been rolled out across Darwin just five days ago, with the new company Beam taking over the council contract from Neuron due to its strong focus on safety. So how has it all gone? Well, joining me on the line right now is the operations manager, Andrew Dodd. Good morning to you, Andrew. Good morning, Katie. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, great to speak with you. Now, uh, how have things been going? Have there been any incidents or crashes or anything that you've been made aware of? Katie, we haven't been made aware of any uh, incidents as of yet, but we understand that this is something we have to continue working on. And as soon as we see incidents come in, we'll work to uh, correct them and make things safer across the city. So from your perspective over the first few days of operations, how has it all gone? Yeah, it's, it's gone very well. We were originally slated to begin operations on Friday um, when the previous operator ceased operations a couple of days earlier. We started getting vehicles out on the street from Wednesday. Since launching, we've seen 3,000 trips being taken by over 1,200 users. Wow, so 3,000 trips already and, uh, and 1,200 users, did you say? Yeah, that's correct. And how far have they gone? You know, like, um, are, they, uh, are they riding right around the city? Where are they off to? Yeah, it's 3,500 kilometres in total they've clocked up. We've really seen some uh, strong trips between Cullen Bay, the city, and down to the waterfront, and then also uh, linking into the northern suburbs as well, coming down to the CBD. And what different safeguards have you guys got in place relating to uh, you know to the e-scooters to stop people from drink riding, and how did that go on the weekend? Yeah, th- this is something we've really seen as key um, to e-scooters in in cities moving forward. Um, what we've got is a cognitive drink riding deterrence test called Rider Check. Yeah. And it's a, it's a targeted solution to try to deter drunk riding. Um, we've turned it on around Mitchell Street in the hours between midnight and 5am. And do you know how many people have had a crack at the test and maybe failed? Is that info that you've got or not really? Yeah, it absolutely is, Katie. We've seen 63 people take it over Friday night and Saturday night. And of them, 23 were barred from using our scooters for six hours. <laughs> good that you're actually able to do that and um and and, you know it does mean that people avoid getting into crashes yeah yeah that's the aim obviously we it's all targeted we want to um yeah set the baseline where it's possible it's a a trial at the moment but we're very happy with how it's been working but so realistically by the sounds of that a third of people fail to the test a third of people are on the roads between midnight and 5am caddy it's a very select group of people um but we, we want to make sure that if you are out doing the right thing at that time you're still able to uh, get on a scooter and use it yeah no very fair call tell me i know that you've got um ambassadors out there on the streets ensuring that people are riding and parking safely how's that been going yeah yeah it's, it's been going very well um we've got a very strong local team that we've uh recruited over the past couple of weeks um we, we've got Six local guys at the moment working for us, guys and girls. Um, at any one time, there's at least one ambassador out on the road. Well, it sounds as though things have gone pretty well. Um, I know you've been operating for five days, but that first weekend, I guess, is always the interesting time because you would have thought that it's the busiest time. Um, is there ability for penalties for people doing the wrong thing? Are you guys able to do that? Yeah, absolutely. We, we have an internal program called a three strikes policy when whenever something's notified to us by the police or one of our safety ambassadors sees something going wrong, they can identify the rider and we put a strike against them and email them telling them what they're doing wrong. Quite often it's a case of they're not doing, they're not knowing they're doing the wrong thing, but obviously in other cases it's, uh, it's very obvious. So um, we never want to ban people initially, but if education isn't working, that is the place we get to in the end. And so I guess it's just a matter of trying to pe- keep people as safe as possible. Yeah, that's it. It's best for everyone.
than Katie. Yeah. Well, Andrew, is there anything else we should be aware of before I let you go? I mean, like I said, it sounds like things have gone pretty smoothly over the weekend. I'm really fascinated. I like the fact that you've got all those um, those numbers and, you know, that you're able to actually even tell us how many people had failed the test. I think that it is, it's really interesting data for people to be made aware of. Yeah, thanks, I guess my key message is we've got scooters and um, CDD scooters out on the streets. We're deploying more bikes over the next couple of days. So if you're looking to ride up into the northern suburbs, there'll be plenty more options in the next few days. Good stuff. Well, Andrew Dodd, it is good to speak with you this morning. I really appreciate your time. Thanks, Katie. Thank you.